It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa 2, Brentford 1, and Aston Villa sits second in the table. But I think a lot of people will remember that game for the scrapping that went on at the end. Um, how did everybody enjoy that game? Pop it in the comments because um, that game looked like it was going to be a real nothing affair until Ben Mee gets sent off for a poor tackle. And then the whole thing just went bonkers for a half hour period. Went absolutely bonkers. And, and, and there's actually a lot to unpick with it. Um, like there was one yellow, there was no yellow cards in the first half, and then the second half there was two red cards and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve yellow cards and, and two red cards, and it just went bonkers, and and uh, that includes uh, one for Unai Emery as well. But I'm going to focus, I suppose, mostly on that performance from Aston Villa. We've gone and we've won two one away at Brentford. We've turned it around. We've we've won losing points here today. And I'm fucking delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. I don't care. There will be a negative spin put on this by everybody in in uh, from from whatever level of media that comes. There'll be a negative spin put on this. Talksport will be all over this about it. Uh, Aston Villa failed to control their players. Aston Villa, you know, looked like they were rattled at the start, and it took them until they went. They were eleven against ten to come back into the game. Don't care. It's happened a million and one times with other teams as well, and they've they will not get as the same scrutiny as Aston Villa will get in this game here. The scrap that was started in the goal mode was all Brentford players' fault, one hundred percent. And I've I've no idea why why there was yellow cards given to um given to Ezri Kanza there, none whatsoever. Um, then the scrap on the sideline, that's a completely different thing as well. But Paddy's here, and let's talk about the game, Paddy. We won't get into the fighting part of it, because uh, Aston Villa 2, Brentford 1, and our charge up the table leaves us in second, but obviously with Liverpool still to still to play today. Neil, I don't even know where to start. My, my watch is, is pinging here, telling me uh, congratulations on the exercise I just did, and that was just <laughs> watching the match. <laughs> I'm just... Do you know what? It, it, it all it all stems from the fact that the referee chose to let every foul go, and yeah. it played on with everything in the first half. If if the play, if the two clubs, which they probably rightfully will be charged for failing control, oh yeah, hundred percent. 
the the PGMOL need to have a really hard look at at the absolute clowns that they're putting out on the pitch because he decided to let he decided to let every free kick go in the first half whereas he could have slowed down and dictated the pace of the game because there was fouls all over the place and he got so much badly badly wrong I thought you know, VAR got a ton wrong as well Paddy I thought I I thought there was a definite penalty or a definite free on Visser he was pulled back by Alex Moreno like and I know that's that's like counter to why probably what I should say but like there was a couple of VAR checks I was like okay I take your word for it that you looked at it you know um, well, it was, look, look, it was it was, for me that was outside the box but um, oh, yeah, how, many, yeah, yeah. How, many, how many replays did they want I, I guarantee you that if Leon Daly rolls around on the ground after Ben Wee's tackle they, they only look at one replay and he's sent off so we were being punished by, by Leon Daly not staying on his feet and that's the way the game has gone mm-hmm. and the game has gone that way because PGMOL and all the fuckwits they put out on the pitch have caused it to go that way. It, they've lost control of the game. He lost the control of the game the minute he stepped out. On the, stepped out of his dressing room at ten to one today, or ten to two, with his fucking his his, uh, his hair done immaculately and completely lost control of the game. All he had to do was stamp his authority on the game, but he has no authority. And the one thing I noticed: nearly every Premier League referee that I've seen in the last two years has a FIFA crest on their on their shorts. He had none. I'm not surprised. He doesn't deserve to be anywhere near a game of football at that level. He's I will absolutely say, awful. You're you're right. He he was he was leaving everything going, and you know he, he created it uh, as the game went on, and as you know, and then when he gives a red card, I suppose, which was a red card. Let's call it the Ben Me tackle was 100 percent a red card. Like if you're sending Basuma off for that, yeah. you're sending Ben Me off for that. You just you yeah. you just are, and uh, like after that, it just went sour, and that's why Paddy because. There was tackles going in left, right, and center prior to that. And I'm not saying that any of them were red cards, but some of them were probably yellow cards. And then all of a sudden, as I mentioned, nothing in the first half was punished. Um, and then second, then the second Ben Mee gets a gets a red card, it just becomes a free-for-all then after after, after that. You know, so it's um and, and it shouldn't have. Like, you know, it ruined a good game. Now, Emmy Martinez doesn't like <laughs> there he I I will say this as well. I mean, there's not any for me, Martin, to start pulling players up off the ground. Specifically when Mopa is down the ground and we're up 2-1 and it's in injury time, Emmy Martin stands over the ball and goes to the ref, what's he doing? And then lets the ref come in and deal with it. If he's delaying the game, if you're, if if Neil Mopa is down, he should be calling for attention for Neil Mopa or is telling the ref, get him off the field or whatever like that. The, there, there was petulance there for Martinez as well. I think it's stupid and I think he's gotten, the, and he ended up getting a yellow card for for his troubles in 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 that in that situation. But he puts Bubakar Kamara in the situation where Kamara pushes a fellow away by the throat and gets a red card as well. So, all, like, when you're looking at leadership and stuff like that, we can talk about the refs, and the ref was poor as well. But I think that that particular incident um, was just stupid. I think that was stupid. And, yeah. and, and I, it was a team that was protecting their lead, I know. But, look, we got a red I card and a yellow card of it. Regardless of whether whether you, you touch somebody or not, and it probably, like, I doubt it'll be overturned you know, we saw. Uh, we saw. It reminded me of the Ryan Mason one when when Benteke held him like that, and he went down holding his head as if he was dead. But look, it's uh, if if you're gonna if you're gonna um, if you're gonna give yellow cards or red cards for things like that, then Mopoy should have been red carded for striking uh, Emmy Martinez. He had no business being anywhere near him. Uh, in, in a, he, he and didn't. Look, yeah, he, he did. He did. He made contact. Martinez didn't budge. Martinez was standing in the same position, looking at what Bailey was doing, and he made contact. There was nothing in it, but he struck a player. End of story. Mm. And look, yeah. let's not lose. Let not let's not lose sight of the fact 
that we have come from a goal down. Yeah, with a exactly. Poor, That's what unstable, unstable VAR system, refereeing system on the pitch, and we have managed to air out a win out of this. So that's but, that's what we should be celebrating tonight, and, and we should 100%. be happy with what we have. And and I think I think I and, and I'm saying with this as well. I thought the referee was poor. I thought we got a lot of the decisions though. I thought we got a lot of the decisions. I think there was other ones where he could have given us maybe given us more. But like I could understand if I was sitting back now being you know without my carrot and blue glasses on and watching Twitter later on, I could I could understand Brentford fans being a small bit annoyed at a couple of VAR decisions, a couple of decisions in the first half for certain. Um, the two scraps will overshadow an awful lot of that, but the ref was poor, and that's that's kind of what I'm saying there as well. The ref was poor; he was poor for us in some instances, but I think he was poor for them and more as well. But that doesn't take away the fact that we won two one, and I thought. Um, you know, and, and and look at the end of the day, those three points are going to be in the Aston Villa column. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be a big, as I said before, I'm sh- I'm, I'm absolutely 100 percent sure that there will be a whole or oh, what are Villa doing kind of piece that came out after uh, Spurs started getting players sent off as well. It's just part of the machine that rolls on, and Aston Villa now need to move on towards Sheffield United, and they need to put you know this game aside. We've Gone yeah. and we've won two one away from home and we're second in the league. Everything else is panto and pantomime, and it'll be dealt with with fines. And you know, I like I certainly won't be taking to taking to Twitter to try and have fights with people who are going to be saying Villa are this or Villa are that. I I'm at the stage where I couldn't give a shite what anyone thinks about them. Just roll on into the next game and see and 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 take it take it from that point of view. But we've got the three points today, and that's the main thing. And I'm I'm happy that there was a bit of fight at the end, not fighting. But a bit of fight at the end from our players that we stood up for each other because it shows that the dressing room was together. Specifically when the yeah. goal mount, because the goal mount was stupid from Godass coming in pulling players away. The goal mount was stupid, and then that just that just erupted because all the all the Brentford players piled in and look, yeah. as I said, that 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 heats things up as well. Anyway, moving on to the game, Paddy. Pretty useless first half. <laughs> I see, I see, I see your mate Dara in the comments saying, "Let's talk about a great Villa performance." It wasn't a fucking great Villa performance, but anyway, I don't think it was. I heard that. And, and it was, uh, it was, um, it was a hundred percent a game that we would have lost in previous eras, and that's that's what we need to be celebrating tonight. We had no right by any stretch of the imagination until Ben Mee was sent off to go and win that game today. Oh. Because we were poor, Three. we were we were so passive right we from the best. word go. Um, albeit we did put a lot of pressure on the goal without really shooting or, or getting into goal scoring positions, but the the goal came. We won the game. Ollie Watkins pops up with the winner. You know, I, I'm 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 <laughs> I, I'm so agitated by everything that's gone on in in the last. 15 minutes or so or what it, it feel it probably feels like about because he played the extra 10 it feels like a half an hour but it, it I'm so agitated by that I find it very hard to to consider everything that went before it considering how passive and and blah it was but the, like we're, we're here we've we've we're, we're into second place in the table this is absolutely bonkers and we've we've given ourselves that little cushion going into these run of fixtures that we can afford to slip up as much as we don't want to, we want to go and beat beat the likes of Manchester United over Christmas. But there's there's so much we could talk about here, and and to do it in uh, in in reaction five minutes after the game ends is very very hard to do. I yeah, and and that's why. Yeah, that's why I, I, I had said we'll talk about the game and then you you came in and said, ah, let's just screw this. Let's just go straight for the fighting part first and we, first and we can get to the win afterwards. Can I show you something, Paddy? 
Can I show you something that might be of interest to you? And it might be of interest to the 770 people that are watching this podcast. And by the way, thumbs up if you do like this podcast as well. And thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Uh, cost you nothing to do so. And follow us on Twitter as well. But can I show you something that might be of interest? I'm not sure if not a lot of people know this, but it's... it's uh, I think it's quite quite pertinent, and I think it shows uh, maybe shows a, a small bit of how how Aston Villa uh, kind of have started to get on this run of form because we're second in the table, buddy. Look at the table, go away, Pep. Don't want to see you down the bottom, are you, Phil Foden? I know, I don't want to see the break. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. What's happened? Um, <laughs> the table here: Aston Villa second, <laughs> Arsenal first, Villa, and then Liverpool one point off top. But Liverpool still to play. Let's just look at the home form. Look at that: Aston Villa on top, best home form in the country at the minute. But look at our away form. Remember, I was saying we were in ninth position in our, with our away form. But look where we are now. We're in sixth position with four wins, two draws, and three losses. And I know we've shipped a lot of goals in that in, within those uh, those games, and that's really where I suppose the poorness is coming from. But you know, Aston Villa are getting wins away from home and wins at home at the moment. But the big one there is Aston Villa in second place, four points ahead of Manchester, five, four points ahead of Man City, uh, five points ahead of, of Tottenham, um, nine points ahead of Newcastle, and then on to 11 points ahead of West Ham and Man United. Uh, so, like, in, in fair, and I left out Liverpool because Liverpool play later on today against the little known team from Manchester. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, well, look, that, that's important that you highlighted that away for him. So if you average the two, we finish we still finish in the top four. So happy days. <laughs> I hope that evens that way out at the end of the yeah. season. Look, yeah. there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go, and we should be celebrating the fact that we're we're, we're sitting nice and pretty in there looking looking into Liverpool playing Man United. And, and we all know anything can happen in that fixture. Yeah. I hope it will go and keep the distance between us and, Man- and Manchester United because... They're the ones that are ultimately going to be fighting us for European spots. Absolutely. And thank you so much to Sam Bentley. He says that win was for Wesley. Nine pounds for your old number not for our old number nine. Ben Wheatney is another disaster waiting to happen. Uh, controversial opinion. Ben Mee is a good football pundit. But we obviously have our previous with Ben Mee after the Wesley tackle. So I'm actually looking forward to Ben Mee going into punditry because I've actually found him really good whenever he's been on. Um, but Ben Mee, still that tackle on Wesley does still. But look, again, I suppose when we talk about that tackle on Wesley, not a day goes by whereby there isn't something that pops up about Maddie Cash's tackle on Bentoncourt as well. And I know they're two, two completely different tackles. So I'm willing to leave that in the rear of your mirror now with Ben Mee. But thank you so much, Sam. Uh, and Wesley will forever be in our thoughts. I can't even remember I'm, where he is on loan at the moment. Stoke? I'm not, I'm not leaving it in the past because he, he, he basically finished his Aston Villa career. So 
for, I, I could not believe that that's the first time in 10 years he'd been sent off. And, yeah. and get, just just what the world needs, by the way. Another fucking average footballer coming on the sideline talking about football. Fuck off, Neil. Will you give me a break? I've enough He's of good. Paddy, we're two average footballers talking about football, so yeah. there you go. We want, uh, we want you know, if you, if you want people to be impartial, um, they should be on TV. If you, if you want to come and listen to fans talking about football or ex-players, go go and listen to podcasts by by uh, teams and their supporters, and that's how that works. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I want impartiality when when they're on the screen, and I, I've yet to see uh, any pundit be impartial on the screen, as far as I'm concerned. Except for Ben Me. <laughs> anyway, well, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen, I really him, haven't seen him. That's what I've said. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, Kevin Murray says, Neil said it's pantomime. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> He's behind you, Esri. He's behind you. Uh, there's a couple of shouts of that today. Um, but, yeah, look, there, there's, a, there's a lot of getting carried away, I think, in, in I suppose, for, for the last half an hour. Um, it was just fever pitch. Like, that was actually the definition of fever pitch, I think, uh, for the last half hour. There it is. And, and I think we... You know, there's there's temptation that uh, that we get carried away with the two one win here, and, and and you know most people would say let's not get carried away, let's you know say grounded or whatever. But I think we should, and that's why I sh- shared the the league table there is because if you're consistently afraid of success and you're afraid of looking towards where the table is now and celebrating where Aston Villa are now, and this isn't something I'm just saying today. I've been saying this since. Probably probably for the last eight weeks, I would say. If we're going to be afraid of success, then we have no business being successful, you know? So the team should be like should be lapping this up. We should be lapping this up. Now there's a classy way to do it as well. I, I do understand that. But we should be really excited about this team and we should celebrate it. And that's why I always say in the team sheet tantrums again, and I'm going on my soliloquy with regards to this. We have a right to be confident in the team sheet tantrums. At 45 minutes, I was looking, going, hmm, right. Maybe we're not. Maybe this might be uh, Unai Emery's first nil-nil. Sorry, at about forty minutes, this may be Unai Emery's first nil-nil. That might be the best we can get out of this because things were going our way. But we fought back into the game, and as I say, like uh, with, with with regards to this team, we should be chest out, and we should be, you know, we should be putting our arms around this team, as I've said before, because it's just it's enjoyable stuff. And not a week goes by whereby we don't score a good goal, or you know, we don't hold on to a lead with some great defending, or in this instance, don't have a massive brawl at the end of the game. So the games are interesting, and we should be interested in the team as well. And long may it continue, because as I said before, there's been a lot of times where we've been, you know, even before we got relegated, we were trundling in the middle of the league under like like Jared Houllier's time, Paul Lambert's time, Tim Sherwood's time. We were just like literally just kind of trying to keep the trap door kind of closed. And now we're not. And now we're looking upwards. And we should be we should be happy. You know, that's what I'm saying. We're not gloating, but we should be happy. And I did the, did the Brentford podcast pre, uh, during the week as well. And, and I, try, I actually explained it better on that. I said, I'm not going to come on here. I'm going to come on here and I'm going to be super happy. And people are going to think I'm gloating about Aston Villa. But let me just put the marker down. I'm just so happy to be enjoying football for my team <laughs> so much. It just happens that Aston Villa are really, really good at this minute in time. And that's the way it is. And I'm going to continue to be very, very happy about this because no matter what happens this season, barring an absolute capitulation of a 15 game in a row loss, we will have achieved so much as a team, I, I think, by the end of the season, if we keep going the way that we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to calm myself down here a little bit. <laughs> um. Thank you so much, James. James. Really appreciate it. Thank you, James. 
Yeah, Mopoi is a little shit, by the way. You're dead right. <laughs> <laughs> um, just taking a look I'm, at... I'm seriously what? still trying to bring myself back down to... to I'll read a few comments here. there, Tom Paddy, so that you can you can centre yeah. yourself there. British Mick, British Mick, who does the best Stephen Gerrard impression I've ever heard as well. I was only look, I was only thinking of you the other day, Mick, um, about the time I used to do the... And I'm, I thought about bringing those back, the voicemail pieces, and you rang in pretending to be Stephen Gerrard, and it was absolutely hilarious. But British Mick says, I ain't suffered for 39 years to sleep on what's happening here. Exactly, exactly, and I'm the same. Um, and we may not like we may not finish in Champions League positions, but like if we're always afraid of, oh, we're going to have a slump and we're all going to trundle out of these positions. So like you know, but then you know, it, there's going to be a perpetual cycle of 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 never actually getting to enjoy it for the six or eight weeks when it does happen because football is all about putting a smile on your face, or it should be, and uh, Villa should be putting a smile on people's faces, uh, spe specifically people of the claret and blue persuasion um, at this time of year. So uh, it, it it's really good. Um, Sam Barton Humphrey says, "Think we should think we showed a bit of weakness there. We would be provoked now." I I I, I actually that wasn't the one I wanted to, wanted to click on, but um, I don't think we will because I think Gunnar Emery will nip that one in the bud. I think that there was a lot in the reason. Uh, like I don't think we were provoked for the goal out scramble, and I think the one at the end was just a nightmare waiting to happen because uh, as this we gotten two goals two two one up and um there was just passion in the game from both sides at that stage. I don't think we're going to be provoked now. Um but I'm wholly open to be proven wrong. Wholly open to be proven wrong on that one. And see Lion I says Louise and Tielemans lying deep against Sheffield United, hopefully. Um I'd probably yeah, I'd probably bring in then Donker into that sixth position and just just keep it as it is as opposed to putting Tielemans in there. And if Tielemans is fit, uh, play him further up the field. That's the way that's the way I would look at it, but I wouldn't be averse to that at all. Surely not. Um uh, 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 where else are we along here? Um Chad, good to see you. You might see the two of these faces on Chad's podcast later on this week, this coming week. Uh, maybe on Thursday night. I don't know if I'm giving the ghost away there, uh, Chad. But uh Chad and for the Villa Forever podcast says Alex Moreno was absolutely magnificent. Yeah. Um he was very good today, uh, and and like, he had his best game today. today. I thought, I thought he, I, I thought he, we've seen him play much better than he did today. Um, just, just to bring you down a peg or two. I know the two of you bloody love Alex Moreno, but uh, he, uh, and 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 that was largely down to the fact that he couldn't do that uh, burst into the box because the bus was well and truly parked in front of it once once they went uh, a goal up. Yeah, he he could have scored a hat trick. That's what I that's what I'm referring to today. Alex Moreno, he got into the box twice and he had two good shots, and then he obviously sticks his uh, sticks the one at the back post as well to get us level. And uh, I'm just delighted to see that because since he's come back, he he's he's played like a man with his hair on fire, you know. And and, got, and don't put set his hair on fire. It's most beautiful hair, but don't do it. Um, but he has played really well, you know. Uh, did he score in the Europa? League in the Europa Conference League game. Did he score in his last game as well when he played? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Still, my, still my... trying to digest what happened. Still trying to. You're still. You, you need to take a blood pressure tablet or something, Paddy. I've never <laughs> seen you this thrown. I've never seen you this thrown in, in in a podcast that we've won a game in. The ref has really killed you. Killed your mood. <laughs> but... the, Camara, the Camara situation now. With with Tielemans carrying an injury has has me worried, and and that's not where we should be. And and look, 
Emmy Martinez probably caused that by by pulling him up off the ground. He probably should have stood mm. over him and went, "Come on, ref, what's going on here?" As you said, and that's probably been the cause of everything that's happened. We got to get Unai Emery, who I spoke about last week when when my son asked me, "Did he ever get a yellow card?" Fucking gets a yellow card today, so we need to stop <laughs> talking like that. Um, yeah, it's just it's just it was just helter skelter there for the last ten minutes of the game and and the ten additional or twelve additional minutes as he ended up playing, but. Uh, yeah, absolute mad stuff. Mad stuff. I need to. I need to watch it back again just to just to get a handle on what happened. Is that true? I didn't even know that. Sarko says. Oh, well, I presume it is true. Um, Sarko says it's club record in twenty twenty three. Twenty five wins in the calendar year with eighty. I presume that's calendar year eighty one points. That is actually pretty incredible. That is incredible. With um, another nine. Wow. Another nine available. With another nine yet to come. Yeah, that's a potential nine. Potential nine yet to come. Um, available. <laughs> nine available exactly yeah uh, and Simon Webb says just think we may be safe by Christmas 40 points just around the corner that is always the goal Simon that is always the goal as you know if we can draw our next two we should be safe um, we'd be very unlucky to get relegated at that stage I think for sure that's 100% um, and, and Matthew Lang is still the same we're now safe from relegation all but I think all but safe from relegation at this stage I think um oh I had another thing to go I had another thing to 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 go through there um can't remember I can't remember what it was I'm sure it'll come to me here um Dubliner says he got the new top when I was at the village shop and said it's my lucky top in the pub never look back I absolutely love that Dubliner as you comment on every single one of our podcasts and uh I never I never thank you for it I never caught I, I you know, it's usually after the event, so I never get to do it on the live one. Um, but thank you very much. You're all, you've always been there. I always see your comments there, and uh, I'm glad that you've got a, got got a lucky top, and it's uh, it's the new one you got there as well. Um, Speaking of lucky tops, my lucky top is still going strong. I've yet to, we've won every game that I've worn this top, and I haven't washed it yet. So apologies to whoever sits beside me in the pub next Friday because I I can't wash it now, can I? Oh, I've taken it off man. after every game, but like. As my watch was telling me, I think I did a workout during that game. So Ujin <laughs> Singh says Ali Watkins has nine goals and six assists for the season. It's a serious return so far. Um, and Bronte, Bronte Koskinen, apologies if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, says wishing <laughs> you all an Emery Christmas. Um, Liverpool United are just kicking off now. Yes, uh, Kalatov Mocktail says he scored against Warsaw. I think I thought he did as well, but as I say, that ninety minutes has fried my brain, my brain more than normal. Um, and and I could I wasn't hundred percent sure if he actually did score against Warsaw. So he's two and two on his return. Alex Moreno, lethal left back. That's a that's that's what we're going to have to call him. Um, Richie Ryan has given Zaniolo man of the match for his cameo today. Uh, Paddy, that, that like I I have no idea who man of the match was. None whatsoever. Who who would you pick as man of the match if you were picking one? I have, I have zero idea. Very hard to pick one of ours anyway. <laughs> there's nobody there's nobody standing out as man of the match. I could see it probably being given to Alex Moreno because he got that goal or Ollie Watkins yeah. he got that goal. Look, there was a lot of players in there, and, and not don't let that be overlooked either, because a lot of players in there worked very, very hard. As I said, they parked the bus once they scored. They tried to hit us on the break and then parked the bus again as soon as they lost the ball. That's very hard to break down, no matter who you are. So the fact that we got there and broke them down twice and got two goals, albeit after the red card. But uh, 
yeah, I, I, I tell you one thing who's not getting any awards for his performance today, and that's David Coote. <laughs> Uh, this this isn't the first or second or third time that we've had a, 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 a David Coote uh, kicking fest in this podcast, and it won't well, be the, it won't be the last. And and the yeah, annoying thing is, is when when they sit down and look at his performance, they'll stand him down for for the Christmas uh, Eve fixtures, and and he'd be back on St Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as you call it, in in England. Uh, he'd be back for that fixture. You can be sure of it. Absolutely, yeah. bang average referee. Absolutely destroyed the game today anyway enough about him standing on the word says emery broke yep. the brentford duck to another hoodoo broken super emery Unai. he just does it you know like i i'm genuinely i'm struggling to think of me he hasn't broken the hoodoo of winning the league yet or the hoodoo of getting champions league so uh hopefully they're the ones they're the big ones that we want and hopefully he breaks those i, I can't think of many more that he has left to go through this um so this is where stato is needed stato stat to the to the chat please um if you can get here to tell us what other hoodoos he still has to break uh with the club yeah, yes. my man of the match there, there's my man of the match <laughs> i thought he was good I thought he was very good today i thought he was good in both phases yeah going forward and uh going backwards as well so i i, I really liked it as well um yeah, I really liked it as well. Um, and Scotty also says McGinn kept his cool today. Didn't don't recall him losing possession. I thought he was good as well today. I thought he came in when he was needed. He was in the game, and uh, I thought he was industrious throughout throughout the whole game as well. But found it very. We found it very difficult to be creative in midfield. Um, at, at times today, specifically when it was eleven versus eleven, and then when the open space came after Ben Mee got sent off, I think we were much much better. Um. I don't know, Paddy. I, I, I think we're going to leave it at that because we could talk for another half an hour and talk about nothing. Um, yeah. And as Look, I say, we've, really kind of... we've, we've a quiet week this week, let's say, that we don't play the Friday. So let's uh, let's watch it back and, and, and be a bit measured. Yeah. And we'll, we'll come back on maybe Tuesday and have a chat about it and chat about Sheffield United maybe. Let's yeah, let let's let's watch it back and let's get a bottle of whiskey and do what we did last week and and maybe that's a good look on <laughs> on a have. Tuesday. <laughs> Christmas, it's coming up to Christmas. It is coming up to Christmas. But uh, listen, we're going to leave it at that because we're getting a small bit incoherent here, but we're loving it. As I say, big thing here is Aston Villa are second in the league for the next 90 minutes anyway until the until Liverpool and United is finished. Um, and we should relish it and we should cherish it and we should uh, we should be proud of Aston Villa. We've wanted stuff like this for a long, long period of time. So let's, uh, let's drink it in, as they say. And uh, thank you so much to everybody who has been here tonight. We had nearly 900 on at one stage. Um, and if you do like us, give us a thumbs up, subscribe on YouTube, and it costs you nothing to do so. And yeah, as I said, thanks so much for joining us. But we will be back again, as Paddy said, with a little bit of a break now until until the 22nd. Um, so we will be back during the week, and uh, we'll talk a small bit more about this, and then previews and team sheet tantrums and everything else will follow. But uh, for everybody that's out there, I hope you stay safe and healthy during this week. Neil, and but, before before you go, um, you, you threw me in the in the team sheet tantrum because you you, spoke, you you said you weren't going to be there when I come on the screen, and I had this thing that I wanted to say, and I wanted oh, yeah. to wish I wanted to, to wish all the best to Tom Lockyer. And hope that he makes a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Um, probably, probably not see him on the pitch again in in a short, but no doubt he'll get a hero's welcome and be a part of the furniture in Luton Town. But the most important thing is that he's alive and well for Christmas with his family. And I hope he makes a speedy. Here, recovery. here. 
Absolutely, here, here to that as well. And that is something that you know, we neglected to mention as well. Um, all the best to him and to his family. And, uh, you know, life is precious. Life is really, really precious. And that's that's why I stay, say at the end of every podcast, stay safe and stay healthy. Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 why it's what keeps us getting up in the morning. You know, it's what keeps us yeah. getting up in the morning. So, um, and thanks a million for that, Paddy, because I would have let the podcast go without saying that. Um, but until next time, everybody, do stay safe and do stay healthy. And until uh, then, uh, during the week, all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.